This podcast is brought to you by Blackout Loud Media Group. We have everything from news, tech, spoken word, comedy, and all talks of live fire cooking. We cover everything across the spectrum so you don't have to go anyplace else. Check out all of our shows, share, like, and subscribe. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we are live. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Black Smoke Barbecue's in the house. What's happening? Got my brothers over here. Brandon from BKC Cooks. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm fantastic, brother. What's going on with y'all? Hey, man. We're just here. We can't call it, man. It's NBA All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. And I see LeBron and uh, Giannis are making their selections. But before we talk more about that, let's uh, let's introduce the other brother, Salt, Pepper, and Fire. John, what's cracking, bro? What's going on? What's going on? Man, hey, we here, bro. We in the house. We in the house. Hopefully, we can uh, get some people out here to come check out the uh, the live stream today, see what we got going on. Uh, you know, man, it's it's a lot of people don't know about us. Right. You know? You know? Yep. So we got to start getting some live streams going, get some content out there, get some, some uh, I guess, some some uh, shorts or reels or something. Try to get some people out there to come check us out, man. Man, you know, I've been doing quite a few reels lately. Um, they're so easy to do and and get out. And uh, especially if I'm just doing, if I'm just cooking and I'm not necessarily planning uh, long form content, you know, if I'm just recording what I'm cooking and, and throw a reel together, it works out really, really nicely for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've created a few lately off uh, a few of the cooks that I've done and posted them on on uh, Facebook, and they seem to do pretty well on there. Yes, sir. So, man, uh, you know, y'all know I was uh, out and about on vacation last week, man. Y'all got to fill me in. I didn't get to cook anything for uh, Super Bowl, man, so I got to live through y'all, man. What did y'all do? What did y'all cook? We need to start calling you Mr. Hop on a Ship. <laughs> <laughs> man i did um a whole bunch of chicken all types of chicken man uh i did a couple different types of wings i did some jerk chicken and um i pick up those bacon wrap drumsticks from good stock nice and uh i grilled those up man and them things was damn good bro yeah damn that's all that spread that was looking good Yeah. yeah i was you know i I had did a reel with that, and I, I really wasn't expecting those to be that good. I know that they were going to be good because all their stuff is such high quality and everything. But man, you talking about seasoned well? Yeah, the bacon was fantastic, the chicken was amazing, and yeah, and they they seasoned them boys up just right. Like yeah, you didn't have to do anything else to them. They nice. were really really good. Yeah. Nice. Hey, it looks like Journey along with Shannon has popped into the live stream. Welcome. Thank you for coming to join us, hanging out with the uh, Black Smoke Barbecue crew. Hey, Shannon, how you doing? What's going on, Shannon? And my man Brandon's uh, telling us about this chicken he cooked. He's, uh, so I saw that you did that bacon-wrapped uh, the bacon wrapped uh, legs, man, the drumsticks, man, and they looked phenomenal. Dude, they were great, man. Uh, I saw them. Uh, they pointed them out to me when I dropped in there the other day. And uh, they had already, you know, they come Frenched already. And uh, like I said, seasoned up, wrapped in bacon, and they were cryovac And, um, 
Yeah, bro. They were really, really good. <laughs> I, I picked up two packs, so I got I stuck a pack in the freezer. It won't be long before I break the, the other pack back out and get put them to work, man. Because and they were nice sized legs too. They weren't skimpy. Like those things was knuckles. They were nice. Yeah, one leg was a meal. To be honest with you. Okay. Did you did you add any additional seasoning to it or? Nope. I just let them ride. I said, I want to see what they're going to do, you know, and I just figure, well, if they need something, I can sprinkle something on after the fact. But, yeah, uh, yeah. bro, when I tell you they didn't need anything but eating, <laughs> <laughs> that was all they needed, bro, was to be eight. They were really, really good. Yeah, I'm going to have to get back over there because, uh, you know, back in December when we did the prime rib class over there, yeah, I use their no fuss rub, and that no man. fuss rub is really good, man. It they is, got a man. great mix. And uh, dude, they got more than just your regular run of the mill black peppercorn in there because you know I, I tasted yeah. that straight up, and they got some high quality uh, uh, peppercorns and and I don't know some other natural flavors in there, but that's a damn good seasoning, man. Yeah, it really it's, is. Really it's hard good. to beat. I went back and did a brisket uh, with uh, with just no fuss rub on it, man, and it was it was pretty good. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's uh, high quality all the way, but that's everything in that store. That's why I like going in there, man. You you already know everything in there is gonna be top notch. Oh yeah, yeah. they're not yeah. playing games in there. Great quality stuff in there, man. So I don't think people really realize the the taste difference you get from a good quality pepper. Cause I mean, you know, when I started off, I was just using whatever, but you know, when I really got quality, you know, quality pepper, the taste of my barbecue was a lot better. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we're fortunate here, man, because we have access to, to Fiesta. Yeah. You know, the Fiesta brands that they have uh, out there. And that Bowner's brand is so good. dude. The pepper, you know, I, Fortunately, man, a couple of years ago, I was able to go down to the actual plant and uh, got a tour of the plant, you know, and how they do the seasonings and all that. And they talked about their their process and how they get their pepper. You know, they have their specific protocols or whatever that they have to have the manufacturers go through in order to qualify that that uh, pepper to be used by them. And I tell you what, man, it has such a distinct flavor. Uh, it's not like, you know, you can go to Costco and get the Kirkland brand or, you know, whatever. It's not the same flavor at all. Yeah. You know, so no. I, I thoroughly enjoy that that uh, Fiesta, you know, 16 match. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm telling you, man, uh, one by one, I've been trying all of their different rubs and, and seasonings. Um, I haven't found one yet that I was disappointed with. Yeah. Uh, all of the the rubs that they make and market that I've tried have been really really good. They got like a smoky swine. I use that yeah. on a on a pork butt. Oh yeah, that shit was top notch. Um, and I use the uh, the chicken rub. Yep, that was damn good. I was like, okay. I was like, the brisket just, rub is good too. You know, I hadn't tried it because it looks so different from uh, like a SPG. Uh-huh. Like it looked like it's got a whole lot of stuff going on in there. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to do a little bit of a experiment with this. Oh, yeah, they- man. You got to try it out, man. The brisket rub is actually really good. Um, there's a Southwestern fajita seasoning they make. I've seen that. Really good. Okay. Really good stuff there, man. So, um Mango habanero they make is really good, especially, you know, obviously on wings and stuff. But, 
man, they make so many different things. And even if you want to be lazy about it, they got a good carne gasada uh, seasoning. Yeah. You know, so something perfect for when you trim up your brisket. So you got all that that trim, man. Just you know, get some of that fat off of there and cook that stuff with that carne gasada yeah, seasoning. Man. Add tortillas, man. It's a party. Hell yeah, yeah. I just don't understand why you don't hear about them more. I mean, you know, you well, people think that it's a. They look at it and they think it's a just a Mexican seasoning deal. You know, they don't they don't realize. Thank you, you Shannon. Know, that they make some of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Thank you, Shannon, for uh, checking out my man Brandon and uh, subscribing to uh, his channels. And if you're not subscribed to Salt, Pepper, and Fire, then make sure you uh, sub to John as well. Fantastic channels, uh, great information, great cooks. My man Brandon, man, I still, boy, you came over here on the Barbecue Boulevard, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and did your thing on one of my grills, man, and that grill ain't acting right for me since. <laughs> Well, you can always send it over. I get it back, right? <laughs> nah, man. You put your foot in those ribs, bro. Hey, I'm, still, you, I'm still salty. I ain't get the invite. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, come on, bro. Might be a long drive for you, but Might come be a on. little bit of a trip, but it'll be worth it. Yeah, oh, it's man. only about 12 hours, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a light drive. I can do that. Nah, my man, he killed those ribs, though, bro. I got to tell you that, man. Most, most definitely. But, John... What's up with you, brother? What did you have going on uh, for your Super Bowl Sunday as we uh, add Keenan to the stream? What's going on, brother? Brother Keenan, what's, what's up, good, brother? man? I can't call it, man. Just got on as soon as I finished cooking. <laughs> there we go. See, there we, we're going to get to you in a minute. We're going to find out what you had going <laughs> on today. <laughs> so, but John, what you got, man? What did you end up doing? Uh, I've done those uh, chili garlic lime wings that I've done on my channel. I've done uh -huh. those, and then we've done a, a, a barbecue baked bean and some smoked mac and cheese. Mm. Look at him just yeah. showing out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, we, we done a little something. We ate good. Even though the outcome wasn't what I wanted, we still ate good, so it was all good. <laughs> hey, it was a good game, though. It was, yeah. It was definitely yeah. a good game. I, I, I actually thought that Philly would pull that out, you know, slightly. I figured yeah. it was gonna be like oh, I had my money game. on the Eagles. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, man, I mean, come on, man. Kansas City is Kansas City for That's a reason. True. Yeah, man. You know, I and do that, feel I, like they could have let that hold and go at the end. <laughs> let them kick a field goal, <laughs> then let my man Jalen see if he could drive down. I think well, that would have made for a better ending than what they done. So I, I don't disagree, um, but I will say. That that defense let them down because they got drove up and down oh, that field, yeah. man, the whole second half. No doubt, they did. You know, and and I don't think we saw that coming. You yeah. know, so I mean, it is what it is. We like to we like to be salty about that play, but you know, that one play didn't make them lose that game. No, so. that's true. Yeah, you know what? I say that uh, Jalen Hurts turnover was more of an impact than uh, than that yeah, play man. was because that yeah. pick that pick six hurt them, man. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, he got yeah. It was a fumble, fumbled, and and they yeah. ran it in, and and it's like it just really broke the momentum, you know. And not to be I mean, that guy, but they missed a face mask on that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying well, out there making calls now, huh? <laughs> hey. man, you know, it was good game. Guru, man. Calls, you know what's up? Hey man, I hear you. It was cool. We went out to eat. I didn't cook nothing. Super Bowl. We was at uh, 
Yeah, we was at Morton's, man. It's like high end steakhouse. Oh yeah. And okay. uh okay. it was on point, man. We had the lobster tails, crab cakes, this uh mashed black truffle cauliflower. Okay. Um had a corn souffle. And I had this drink, man. I'm a light drinker, boy. That bad boy had me on one. It was called a pineapple <laughs> passion. And uh yeah, I like fruity drinks. I gotta have they gotta be this much juice with that much alcohol in it. Um, unless I'm drinking that, unless I got some good, you know, some good whiskey or some bourbon or something, then I'll drink that straight. But, uh, it was good, man. It was on point Went out, had a good time, came back and just chilled, brought the kids back some Wagyu meatballs and, uh, you know, so they could leave us alone and they give you this complimentary loaf and it looked like a big, uh, it's like a big bagel, man, that they don't cut, but it's real soft. It got the onions on it and Everything bagel seasoning, so it was cool. Yeah, my man, Martin, I don't know if y'all caught that. Did y'all catch that? Boy, my man said so he got he brought him back some wagyu meatballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't do them, you know. I had to do them right. Yeah, I had to do them right, man. You know, hey, I was in a good position. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the play. You know what I mean? There you go. Hey, man, I hear that. What's yeah. going on, Mike? Welcome to Brother the Mike. What's, happening, man? What's, going What's going on? Yeah, man. You guys make sure y'all share it out. We're gonna, you know, try to get some live streams going on the uh on the Black Smoke Barbecue channel here. Uh introduce you to everybody that's part of the Black Smoke Barbecue Podcast crew. And uh man, we just gonna we're gonna do what we do, you know. And we we talking to Keenan right now. My man's talking about his uh fantastic dinner he went out to uh last weekend. Oh yeah. Came back with some wagyu meatballs. I ain't had no wagyu meatballs, man. I feel robbed right now. Man, it ain't it ain't my first choice. Trust me, wagyu is too <laughs> little, too rich for you, boy. Yeah, I was you expecting know. you to have cooked some Komodo dragon lungs or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You know I got, hey, I that. got some, I got some bear and some deer coming. Well, yes, man. That's that's. Pedestrian for you, Keenan. I'm disappointed, brother. Yeah, no. I'm disappointed. That's not yeah. exotic. That's everyday cooking for Keenan, man. Yeah, my cousin, she visited from Japan, so she brought her some stuff, man. I'm going to knock out a few videos with my son. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, boy, look at him. Next thing I don't know here, how to cook me. bear, though, man. So. He, he could be over here barbecuing Bigfoot. <laughs> if you get a hold of him, he will. Yeah, yeah, man, man. I'll throw him right, right up on that bad boy, man. I wouldn't even care. God, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. So wait, yep. wait, hold up. You said when you first popped on, man, you said you uh you just finished cooking a day. Well, you know what, what happened? Well, I have some uh the marinades that I showed y'all, man. I had that that Filipino barbecue marinade. I had the wings going. Soon as I opened the door, started raining. Damn. I said, oh, man. So I just, you know, I tried to fry some, but they didn't come out right. What to my liking, everybody ate them. And then I just threw the rest in the oven for the kids. And, and then, but I did do a video making, um, I tried to recreate uh, Jolly Bee's uh, pork adobo rice. I don't know if y'all got Jolly Bee's where y'all at. No. no. It's uh, like a Filipino uh, fried chicken uh, yeah. place. I came and, across it in Vegas, but uh, yeah, we don't have one here. Yeah, it's good. It's on point, man. They got the little Filipino spaghetti. It's like sweet. They chop up hot dogs. It look like ghetto casserole, in my opinion. But, um, <laughs> you know, I just went ahead and tried to recreate the adobo rice, man. They got this adobo rice that's just 
on point. I, yeah. I did all right. I did all right. Because they like yeah. the most popular chain in the Philippines, aren't they, Jollibee? Uh, yeah. Man, when they opened up here, boy, that line was down the block. And um, they had a few opened and they closed a few. But uh, on the way to L.A., man, we always stop there, even though we got one here. But when we go to like Disneyland or something or Universal, I always stop at the one right there in Orange County. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because they got the bakery attached to it. Man, I put my chicken order in and uh, then go get my go get my pastries. And by the time I finish paying for that, my order's done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't heard of that, that spot before, so. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Okay. Speaking of bakery, so, so man, what y'all had me ready to drive to Texas about the donut shop he went to. <laughs> man. That... Which one which one was that? What I missed? It's uh I did a review of this place on uh Palm Valley called uh La Concha Feliz. Uh, oh, Mex- okay. It's a Mexican bakery. It, it used to be uh Donut 79. But I guess they bought the place and changed things up a bit. And I took my son in there, um, picked him up from school and dropped in there for a snack. And um, dude, I had a piece of that donut that he had. And man, it was just like, dude, it's like a, <laughs> a mix between a cake donut and a yeast donut. Mm. And it was like the perfect mix of both. That strawberry one? Yeah. Bro, wow. it was no joke. You gotta watch that that review, Alton. Uh, my reaction was genuine, brother. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. I was like, I don't know, you have to run that back. I had to run back in there, man. It was like, let's go, sir. Like, come on, yeah, like you're gonna have to come on with that, bro. And uh, yeah, damn good. And I've been back since and, and tried several other things, and um. Uh, on the weekends, they have tamales, but they have banana leaf tamales. Yeah, them is on point. Hmm. Yep. Bruh. Mm. Whole another level of tamale. Man, them bastards are so moist and juicy. <laughs> oh. Hey, I think we need to give you a moment right quick. <laughs> you might yeah. have to. I might need a little moment to myself. Which but, one uh, did you get? I got the... Um, Right. All of them? <laughs> no, you know what? I, I wanted pork, but they was out of pork, and so I ended up getting chicken. And mm-hmm. that chicken was better than any pork tamale I've had here in Austin. I, I don't know why it's so hard to find good tamales in Austin, but that's crazy, man. You could uh, catch somebody selling them at the grocery store in, in out of cooler. That, that's what I'm used to from Damn. back home, but these Texans. Alton, don't I, they be hiding them or something? Because you know, you when you in the freezer right now, mm. I know where you live, brother. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we go ahead, do, 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 do. Like, Dude. Brandon, Brandon came by today. He said you left something in the freezer for right. Because <laughs> I've been fiending for tamales. Because where I'm from, you like you said, you can find tamales where like you find bread, like they everywhere. And they all good, but yeah, these that I found out here were dry and mealy and and bland mm. and and scant with the filling. You know, it was just like, how do y'all even sell this? Like it was, everyone I had been garbage up until I had that one from this place. The best tamales I got all was from H E B. What mm. man? Just make your own, man. See, I would, but 
I eat them. My daughter will eat some, but not as much as me. And no one else is interested. That's a lot of that's a lot of work for one person to be eating tamales. Yep. Well, yeah. Better get you some in the can then. In the can. Oh, I, ain't, I ain't that desperate. <laughs> oh, hey man, don't, y'all ne- y'all never seen the can or the or the jar tamales? Oh, hey nah, man. And how you know how many people that made a mistake it. and didn't take that paper off of them before they. <laughs> that wax paper around mm-hmm. them, boys go to eat it and be like, oh, no. <laughs> now we yeah. made some a little while back. We did some uh, smoked brisket tamales. Mm. They were actually they're pretty good because you know, like, bro, we ain't gonna make them little bitty tamales. You talking about like from HEB? No, you know, nah. we thought make these look like little. I burritos. want them. Them <laughs> yep. look like a gold bar. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah we got we got a restaurant chain here, Northgate. Gonzalez, I think it's Northgate Gonzalez now. And uh man, you go in, they got the big old steamers, and they have like five, six different kinds. I didn't walk through and grab two of each one. And uh one of the interesting ones they got is the strawberry. That that is on point because the masa has actually got strawberry in it. It's pink. Mm. And uh, then they got a strawberry filling, man, and it's like on point. I bet that's good. Nice. But all yeah. you gotta tell me more about these uh brisket. Tamales. Now I'm intrigued. Mm. Oh man, you know, you just uh gotta smoke up some brisket and uh get it chopped up and you just reuse that, man. We'll mix that with that sauce and mm-hmm. you know, we may make the you know, make your own sauce, you know, with chili pasillas and yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, make your sauce just the way you normally would, man, and just get you some of that brisket. Put some of that brisket in there, maybe a little cheese, or whatever, and put that in your masa, and you know, make them just like you would a normal, uh, you know, a pork tamale, but you're just using a smoked brisket. You put you cheese know. in it? Yeah, you can. You can. Okay. You put, I mean, you could put. I mean, tamale. That's the beautiful thing about tamales, man. You can put whatever you want in it. Yep. You know, you want to put some uh, some some peppers in it. You can put some peppers in there. You know, you want to put some. You know, whatever you want, cheese in there, put some olives in there. You know, I mean, you can put whatever you want in it, man. So the brisket, you could chop it up finely or you can leave it, you know, more chunky, a little heartier. Okay. So it's all up to you and how you want to do it. And we've kind of gone both ways, but we do make good size. We make grown man size tamales is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, like I don't want to have to eat four or five of them. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. You know, I should be able to eat two of them joints and know I had something to eat. You know what good. I'm saying? And be yeah, good. Absolutely, absolutely. Sure. And that's right, Shannon. They are uh, smoked brisket uh, tamales are really, really good. So, but yeah, man. You know, next time we we you know make some of those, I'll have to let you know. Yeah, please do. So I, I will yeah. get on the assembly line, brother. I might, I might give it a shot. <laughs> It's just man, it, it looks like it's a hard, a lot of hard work. But I mean, you know, I ain't intimidated by it. You know, it's yeah. something to try. You know, the hardest part is just getting your masa together and, and getting it mixed right. And it's really yeah. not that hard, man. I mean, we did it really super easy by using the KitchenAid. Well, I know we cheated, but we used the KitchenAid uh, last time to do the mixing for us. That ain't cheating. You know, wrong with that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, you just take a little bit of that and drop it in the glass of water, and if that masa floats, it's ready to go. You know, so okay. it's it's really not that hard, man. It's really not that hard. Yeah, you know, if you make, I look, I feel kind of like if you make uh, birria tacos, you make, you know, tamales. Yeah, you yeah. you're halfway there at that. Point. You're yeah, you're halfway there. You just make some masa at that point, 
you know, and you good to go. Yeah, because the, the process uh, is is the same. Very, very similar. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, man, I didn't I didn't get to do any cooking, you know, for uh, for Super Bowl. We were on the road when uh, we did a little cruise, had a, had a good time and, uh, you know, sipped on a little little bourbon and coke all week. You know, wrong, didn't have man. anywhere to go. Didn't have anywhere I had to drive to. So it was all good. It was Ain't all good. Nothing wrong with that, bro. No, spent a little time in the <laughs> casino. And uh yeah, they 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 teased you, boy. Oh yeah. They, oh man, they teased me, man. They teased me bad, bro. But they you let know? you win twenty dollars up front oh, and they, they beat you over the head the rest of the time. Is that what well, so you know, we started off and I and I didn't do anything but slots, man. I wasn't gonna get on any tables or whatever. I'm just gonna, you know, play with the slots, drink my drinks, you know, whatever. And uh we went through and and uh, didn't do so good first day. You know, and uh, came back second day. We got got some of it back, you know, and I think it was by what was it, Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night. Wasn't feeling too good about myself, you know, and and uh, was about to walk up out of there and decided, well, you know what, let me hit this one last slot machine before I walk out. So I went in there and got on it, doing my thing, whatever, man, and bam, hit a jackpot. And it came across screen, 20000 I was like, oh, my God. I looked at Gene. Gene looked at me. We over here hooting and hollering. We watching all the coins and stuff just fly across the screen, and the money totals going up. And I was like, okay, is this does this really say twenty thousand dollars i'm like am i am i tripping man they got all the way up to four hundred dollars they gave me in their stock so basically what happened was your boy wasn't doing the max bets (laughs) (laughs) no one doing the max bets man Man. so it what ended up happening was uh we only ended up it was a twenty thousand dollar jackpot if we were doing the max bet but we weren't, so we only got four hundred dollars. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, take this four hundred dollars and go on somewhere. We went on back to the room. So the next day, I came back, got on, and started going again, going again, going again. And it was uh, I forgot the name of the the slot machine. We was with these three pigs, uh, blue, yellow, and red pig. Okay. You know, and the red is like for for wild, whatever. The yellow was the jackpot. And the blue was for extra spins, free games. Okay. So I got that damn thing, man. The blue pig, I got them up to 36 free games. Couldn't walk away. Had to mm. keep going. I'm like, I'd be damned if I walk away and then somebody get on here and yeah. get all my 36 games. So I'm yeah. like, keep going. So finally hit, man. They start doing all these spins, man. Now the grand, the grand prize pot on this one was ten thousand dollars. Then the whatever the Megapot, whatever it was under, was uh, $1,200. So as it's going through the spins, it's got to fill it in with coins, right? And you had to get uh, six coins for the mega, the top jackpot, and you had to get five for the, the one under. Both of them, I had one coin to go, and I had only gone through uh, 20 spins, had 16 mm. spins to go. Give me one of those coins, just one of them. Didn't get either one. Mm. All that went on, mm. man. I came off that game with I think I won like 150 bucks. I was oh. like, I'm done. I'm done. Y'all, 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 y'all tease me. 
Yeah, I'm all in my feelings. Let me go get my bourbon and cup and go somewhere. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> David <laughs> ship up. <laughs> yeah, they were stringing you along, bro. Oh man, they got me good. So I think it it ended up, you know, for the week. I think I ended up maybe losing about 150 bucks. So well, it, wasn't, no, you, it wasn't too bad. You, you yeah. spent 150 and had fun, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. it was what it was. So. <clears throat> any uh, any good barbecue on that ship? No, sir. <laughs> mm. You know they have that uh, that Guy Fieri uh, pig and anchor on the uh, Carnival Line cruise ships, man, and that that barbecue is, is... yeah, it's <sighs> disappointing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just roasted meat with a, with mm. a barbecue sauce thrown on it. Wow. You know, and of course, you listen to people that really don't know any better. Oh my God, this is so good! I'm like. You can have mine. It's all so good. I, I had all his. Good. I'm gonna walk right past that. Go to the Asian food. <laughs> we took uh, they got the barbecue spot. The casinos here, man, it's burnt. Like it, the brisket, man, I couldn't believe the brisket. They was like, "Yeah, you got brisket, man." That, 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 I mean, I'm like, I know they cooked it on the pit, but I'm like, you could tell it was like two to two days old, man. Yeah. You know, they just uh, kept reheating it. You're on a cruise so, ship, man. I mean, it, it can't be that great. You know what I mean? But, you know, they they can get all the, that other stuff in there. They they can get a uh, digital smoker on there. You know what they actually cook on is they have old hickories. Well, uh, I, don't understand why they, hickories. I don't understand why they can't get some smoke on there if they run an old hickory. Yeah. I mean, They're just not we, trying. I mean, the people they have cooking... You know, <laughs> yeah. So we got uh, Jeff I mean, in the house. Jeff, what's up, man? Jeff, there he is. What's up, Jeff? But uh, no, I mean, I guess if you were to pinch, you just really want some barbecue, man. It will suffice. But I didn't want it that bad. Yeah, but but is that barbecue though? I mean, you know, it, do it taste like barbecue? Man, so here's the thing, me. I'm not a I'm not one of those those guys that like a lot of sugar in my barbecue. Mm-hmm. I want to taste that savor. I want to taste that meat. I don't want to taste you know pause thirty different rubs <laughs> on here. You know, no, nah, and sauce exactly. I don't. So in that aspect, no, you're not going to get that there. You know yeah. what I mean? When they go talking about brisket, basically it's it's like pulled beef. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a chuck roast mm-hmm. or whatever. And they break it down like a like they do uh, like you do a pork butt. Yeah, no. Nah, you know, and I was like, nah, this ain't this ain't this ain't this ain't here. Like an old school. Now I will say that Guy Fieri's uh, the the what do you call it the um, the burger burger joint. That's the burger joint hidden. Yeah, the burger joint yeah. That's so we good. had some good burgers, you know, with that. But um, nah, man, we you know the food's not what it used to be on cruise ships. You know, I'll be honest with you. Um, but it is what it is. But we had a good time. We went over when we got over to Cozumel. We had a, a all inclusive little spot that we went to. That's uh, you know very small, dude, and, and perfect speed for me. You know, it's not that Mr. Sancho's where you got fifty million people running around, have people butt naked, you know, drunk, and you know, I'm, nah, it's not me. No. So the spot we went to, man, they got a nice little bar in there. They got the pool. They got the the um, the oceanfront right there, beachfront. 
Mm-hmm. They got their own little private beach where you can get in and go swimming, snorkeling, you know, whatever you want to do. And all the drinks, all the food, everything's all inclusive. So we had a great time, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. We had a great time. So that's where those are the couple of pictures. I don't know if I posted that actually on Instagram. I can't remember. I think you did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was the spot we were at. Because y'all were right on the water. And I think I did see the pool like off in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chairs and everything set up. Yeah. If you've ever been to Cozumel, you have the one pier or, uh, you know, terminal or whatever where the the carnival cruise ships and celebrity cruise ships and all them, they'll dock there. And there's another one off on the other side where Royal Caribbean will dock. And the spot we were on was right on the other side of where the Royal Caribbean ships go. Okay. So when we look back, you can see the Royal Caribbean ships and you can see all the carnival ships, you know, all in the same shot. So gotcha. But uh, no, nah, it was pretty good, man. You know, had some little little uh little chicken tacos over there and some ceviche, seafood ceviche, man. And ceviche was on point. Man, look, mm. one thing I cannot love a good ceviche. I cannot yeah. leave Mexico without having, I mean, a whole bunch of ceviche, man. Yeah, man. Right, the way they do it down there is just unreal. Yeah, absolutely good stuff. I don't know what it is. They put that mayonnaise on the tortilla. With a tostada, they put a little layer of mayonnaise on there and then put the uh, ceviche on it. I had it like that, man. It help it stick. It help it not slide off. Yeah. Man. All day. I haven't had it like that before, man. I'll have to to try that out. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they do it here, man. You know, I'm like, I could... If I look hard enough, I can see Tijuana. <laughs> yeah, you're right there, man. So, so, I mean, it's right. I mean, for real, like I look out my window and see Tijuana lights. Um, but a lot of the food is over here, and I don't, I don't have to go over there. So it's pretty good. Oh, man, Keenan, break it up over there. Yeah. Uh, it's raining. That's why. And then my son is, is clean. I wasn't about to be fighting through no vacuum. So I was like, I'm coming to the road. My, my sanctuary is my car. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, there you go. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you were stuck there for a yeah. second. Looked like you was yeah. shivering. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> looked like you was nah. in, a, in a blizzard. You had them shook. <laughs> yeah, it is cold, man. It's like in the 50s out here. Oh, yeah. It's about like that here. Too. You know, that's cold to me. Yeah. yeah, John. What's, uh, what's, your, what's your upcoming? Cooking, I'm like, man? man, I'm about to hit this grill. <laughs> Who me? No, John. I was asking John what what he got coming up to uh, cook. Yeah, oh. I'll do that tri tip if I can find one. Like I told you when we were backstage, I went and looked for one to do this weekend and didn't have any luck finding one. But I'm running out. Oh yeah, you you got it out there. I know, but yeah, we don't have we don't have a lot of cuts here a lot of times. I got one in the freezer right now. They had them on sale. He just gonna put it in. That ain't helping me. (laughs) Time to put it in the mail, John. Yeah, put that in the mail. (laughs) Man, uh, next I'll send you. Hey, you still got the Porter Road uh, (laughs) freezer (laughs) bag. Man over here talking about how he can't get one. Keenan over there. He's like, oh, I got five of them in the freezer. He's gonna mush your face, man. Oh man, we have a specialty butcher across town. I'll probably have to pay a little bit more for it, but I'll probably go back and get one. 
So now where are you at? What what can you find on a consistent basis? Uh brisket is pretty easy to find. You're gonna pay a high price for it though. Uh, you got them all you can find beef finger ribs pretty good. <laughs> he said you got them malls over there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, all your pork cuts. I mean, you can find that you know it's overrun with that. But beef is a little bit harder to find, especially the the special cuts of it. Okay. Yeah, don't make fun with nobody, man. He over there cooking muskrat. I'm waiting for y'all to catch back on. I don't know what's what happened. My phone fell, slipped, and hit the button. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a possum on the grill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Possum and squirrels in that hot water cornbread. Come on, man. Come on, John. Yeah, you that's that's that. something I have not had in a long time. Some hot water cornbread. <laughs> you ain't fooling us, John. We know that. <laughs> so you know what's up. <laughs> we know, bro. We know that smothered muskrat. <laughs> I have to come to Texas so y'all leave me alone. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Come on. Brandon, what you got coming up, man? What do I have coming up? That's a good question. Um, I'm probably my next year will probably be ribs of some variety. I gotta uh I gotta burn in that new grill and, and do a test run on it. So uh that's usually my uh my test bed. Is to see, uh, uh, you know, how a new cooker cooks is how my ribs come out. So I'm not sure exactly which variety I'm going to do. Um, He's got a plethora of recipes. So, yeah. Oh, brother, you know, that that cut of meat works well with so many preparations. But I'm thinking about doing one in like a uh, bitter orange and garlic kind of way to do like the Puerto Rican roast pork. Yes, sir. That puerco pibil or whatever. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the pernil, the pernil, pernil. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and so Sorry. I'm uh I'm thinking about marinating uh a slab and some of that uh bitter orange with a whole bunch of garlic and some salt and pepper and uh see what he do. Okay, okay. Um, Sounding good. I'm just I'm wondering how the smoke Man. is going to act with it. So I might do two and do one, smoke one, and then do one over direct heat. I think the direct heat would actually be better, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Goya got an orange uh, seasoning out, man, with the with the bitter orange in there. Yeah, they do. Yep, I use that in my orange rub. Yeah, it's in the same bottle as the um, the mojo. Same size oh, bottle. Yeah. Yep. Like that mojo criollo? Yeah, yes, I like orange yeah. on pork. Yeah, that's that's and yeah, that's I real a, good. I did man. a video um, with my orange rub on that. Yeah, that that stuff is really good with roast pork too. Okay, okay. I'm gonna have to so check what's that next out, man. The dog father. Oh man. Well, uh, man, we're gonna we're gonna try to do some filming this week. It's been a while, you know, so we're gonna try to try to settle back into it. Um, you know, I was talking to y'all, uh, I guess a few weeks ago, man, about um, a little refrigerator. You know, a company was, uh, you know, getting at me and wanted me to check it out. So we actually just received this refrigerator from them on uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. So um, it's a new air uh, okay. commercial 
it's a little commercial refrigerator, man. Uh, two drawer refrigerator. Uh, you can put in your, uh, you know, in your barbecue island or whatever, you know, on your back on your back patio. Uh, you know, rated to be outside. Um, but you know, it's it says that it's rated for ninety degrees. You know, oh, that ain't saying much down here. Is, yeah, so <laughs> I ain't gonna get it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm necessarily gonna have it. Um, you know, back on the on the barbecue boulevard, but I will probably end up putting it here in the studio. Oh, okay. You know, and utilize it for uh, you know putting beverages in, as well as uh, potentially uh, whenever I have some different meats or whatever. You know, when I'm getting ready to do a cook and I'm going to film it, I got it right here. You know, okay. so uh, we're going to do a little review on this little refrigerator, man, and see how it turns out. Um, so I know we're going to have that in the works. Uh, I'm also, uh, if things go right, we'll, we'll be adding another cooker to the okay. fold um, maybe this week. And it's this is going to be a direct heat cooker. Uh, it's kind of like the, uh, you know, the chud box that I have back here. It's yep. kind of like that, but it's probably two and a half sizes bigger. Oh, okay. You know, so yeah, this is going to be a pretty cool one um, that you can do direct uh, heat cooking on, as well as uh, you can set it up for indirect cooking, which is pretty cool. So it's got baffles in it that you can pull out, you know, like deflecting uh, deflecting mm -hmm. plates. So, um, yeah, it's it's looking pretty good, man. Hopefully, um, you know, we'll get this worked out and and hopefully we'll get it here on on the boulevard this week, man, and we'll see what happens. Nice. Is, is it that one that link you should you said? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, that was a bad some gun right there, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like it's well put together. I think yeah. like a, it looked like a tank, man. Little tank. I think that unit is probably six, seven hundred pounds. Mm. So uh, I think he did a pretty good job on it. Um, and like I said, once we get it here and uh, get to run it through its paces and do some cooks on it or whatever, we'll start pushing out some content on it. Yeah. You know, so uh, that as well as is uh, trying to get some more Grilla Grill stuff uh, put out. And, uh, man, that's that's what we got right now. So man, we can kind of ease into it. You know, speaking of Grilla Grills, um, man, you know, I cooked on that silverback at yes, your sir. at your crib, and mm -hmm. that was my first and only time cooking on uh, a pellet grill. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I really like the way that thing cooked. It's mm. it's one of my favorite, dude. I've got a you've seen. I got a bunch of cookers back here. Oh yeah, and that is probably one of my favorite cookers. That thing, you is... know, when you're talking about the the pellet cooker, and I got a couple of high dollar pellet cookers. And I, I, you know, and Gina tell you, dude, whenever I go out there and I want to cook something, the first thing I go grab is that that griller. Yeah, that thing was it was nice to work with, man. Uh, yeah. I basically I put my ribs on. Well, I should say I, I dialed in my temp. I put them on um, and I went and got them when it was time to pull them off. Like I didn't yes, I didn't spritz. I didn't open the lid. I, I just OK, I'm going to see what it does. I treated it the way. Uh, I do the my gravity fed uh, charcoal smoker, mm -hmm. and it cooked just as good. I didn't have to check it; didn't have to. I was I was really impressed. So yeah, yeah, it works really well, man. Um, it gets up the temp fast. The feed rate they have dialed in on it works really well, so uh, it's not you know going through a bunch of of pellets. The efficiency is actually pretty decent on it. 
Um, I, man, I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. You know, it's all Wi-Fi now. You know, I've had this uh, unit since before the Wi-Fi, and then they came out with Wi-Fi, so I got the upgraded module and changed it out. Okay. The Wi-Fi works on it, you know, fabulously. I mean, that, that little pit, dude, it just, it just does whatever I needed to do. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it works really, really well. So um, today I actually fired up the the uh, Lone Star Grills pellet cooker. And it was more so because I was testing out one of my, I got another portable power station. Okay. And so I took it out there and ran it, um, you know, for a few hours on that that grill just to kind of put it through through its paces or whatever. And I had some, I had made some uh, Texas hot guts, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And so I pulled a, a couple of those links out and just smoked them, you know, the day mm. while I had that going or whatever. And man, I made those good. Dude. It, has, it has a little spice to them. Kind of nice. I was trying to make them spicy. Yeah. You know? So it definitely has a great kick to it. Uh, I do think I need to work on the mixing it a little bit better. Not not that it wasn't seasoned properly because it was, but uh, it was uh, a little cr- more crumbly than I wanted it to be. Okay. You know? Not real bad. I probably needed to mix it for about another five minutes. You just want a little more homogenized. Yeah. Get the, the protein extraction. Yeah. You know, and it, and it got nice and sticky, but it just, you know, sometimes it looks like a paste. You know, when you get that mixing and you get ready to stuff it, it almost kind of looks like a paste. And I was maybe just shy of that. Gotcha. So, so but no, it was it was great. It was a small test batch or whatever. So it's all good. Dude, I was you was talking about the power station. I saw an ad to, uh, today on, um, I don't know, Facebook, Instagram, somewhere. Uh, Pit Boss, they got a new uh, pellet coming out and they have a integrated battery to mm. to run everything okay and okay. i was like i was wondering how long it was going to take because it really doesn't take much i've seen people take just your regular little battery pack that you take to the airport with you mm-hmm. and like i can add a, a connector i could run my whole smoker on that for probably a 12-hour cook off one of those oh, yeah. battery packs it they don't draw much uh power at all I think it's probably what like a three hundred watt pool, something like that. Yeah, you know, it, at its peak. Yeah, and it's and not, then it settles down at some like fifty, you know, between twenty five and fifty watts. Yeah, it doesn't take much, but no. Uh, and if, from what I saw on the quick little clip, it's uh like a, a removable battery, right? And you just pull it out, and then it Charge had to. Yep, and it even had like a battery meter built into the front. Yeah. And uh you just slide that thing back, you know, into the socket and you know, you you can you don't have to be near power. So, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. That's what I kind of like about these units is because you know, like the ones that I have, they actually will show you how much uh draw your unit is pulling and it gives you the percentage of the battery power left and it tells you how long you can run at mm. that draw. That's nice. You know, yeah. And so this one, when I had this this back here running, it was like, I think I was I, I had charged it up to 100 percent And it, it was like telling me, man, at the draw that it was doing, it was only drawing like between 25 and 32 watts. Okay. You know, once it got got um, you know, past its initial ignite ignition, 
So once we got into just the cooking, just coasting, whatever, man, it was like between 25 and 32 watts. And they were saying it would run for like, you know, 40 hours or something like that. <laughs> wow. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. Now, with so. those power stations that you have, uh, I know that you can throw like the solar uh, panel on there to charge them. Right. Um, can you run that simultaneously? Can you be drawn yes. from the uh, the panel and discharging at the same time? Yes. So it does have, uh, what is it, uh, bypass charging. Okay. So you can actually plug the unit in and have it charging while it's passing power along to whatever you're, you're using nice so whether you have it plugged into the wall or you're using the the um solar panels nice. so but i think with the solar panels i think you're only going to be able to push like 100 watts in you know to charge yeah. so depending on the size of the unit you have it could take a while you know yeah yeah i'm sure have, but, but no it do they work great you know and and the one that i have now uh this one is a 1500 watt it's like a 3000 watt peak and I think this one is actually strong enough that I can, you know, run my coffee makers and stuff like that. You know, you're going to use more power whenever you're using heating elements and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, man. You know, but, you know, and just it, to run other things. Those things are wasteful, too, man, because it's, it's, you know, the whole point of what you're running is resistance. And, and exactly. that's such a waste of energy. But resistance is what heats everything up. So, yeah, uh, so. Uh, you know, you, you bleed off a, a lot of power like yeah. that yeah but, but you know they're fantastic to have especially when uh we've been having issues with you know the weather you know with weather related power outages uh you just don't know what's gonna happen you know so yeah it's man it's good to have something like that especially here because they're so uh determined to not be prepared for man for weather events <laughs> yeah. you know the funny thing is um you probably saw some of the same, uh, you know, press conferences that I saw. And uh, I was on the same calls that these this company was on, you know, when prior to the storm happening. So why they didn't get prepared to the fullest, um, I'm not really sure. Uh, I do know that there was a lot that was, you know, working against them, you know, as far as transmission lines with the trees and all of that stuff breaking. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was bad. It, it, it was bad. I mean, you you know, you drive around now and it looks like a freaking bomb went off somewhere yeah it looked like a tornado came through here yeah yeah you know everybody's got all their tree limbs and stuff all you know pulled to the curb for collection and uh it just it just looks it looks horrible yeah that's why i ain't leaving san diego man (laughs) can't deal with that weather hey man we got a power outage but y'all shaking though (laughs) y'all might shake right on off into the water i'll be the island island of san diego boy (laughs) (laughs) shit if we have a problem in any of the little power grids or wherever they got all that power at i mean homeless didn't set up a camp and burn something up you know that's been pretty much the cause of the power outages here somebody camping out next to the damn power grid like Man. That's crazy. And it's cold and it's windy. We get them Santa Anas. Yeah. And uh it'd be blowing some stuff around, man. But you know, anywhere they got some canyon or some trees, they tear it down and build houses. So it ain't it ain't too much, <laughs> you know, it ain't too much to blow around out here. Wow. Yeah, this is everywhere you look, they build up something new. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And so you know, here come a hookah shop. I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> 
Hey, oh all, man. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Talking about all these tree limbs. Is live oak any good for smoking? Oh yeah. Okay, well I got a whole bunch of it. Oh yeah, live oak is is that's right there with post oak. Okay. It's uh what is it? Um, post oak and I believe white oak. I believe are pretty much the same thing. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Um, and then live oak, you know, yeah, man, you burn that down. That's gonna give you a great heat source, just the same as post oak. Well, yeah, I uh, salvaged a whole bunch of it from all the down trees uh, in my yard and my neighbors' yards and stuff, man. And um, just cover just, it, keep it, just let it age for you. Oh yeah, I got it on the rack right now, aging. Yeah. I just got one side that's uh, all the fresh stuff, all the greens, and then uh, I moved all my other stuff that's ready to go. Uh, it's over on on the left side, so. And it was funny because I had just reached out to uh, Chief Firewood, oh, yeah. and, and uh, he hit me back. And I was about to order a pallet uh, to fill up my rack because my rack was down. I probably only had about uh, probably like twenty pieces left. And uh, he gave me the quote, and I was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna hit this guy up." And shoot, man, here come that ice storm and. All that free wood. And I was like, well, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> it's a fire company here, y'all. And he supplies um, all of the famous barbecue restaurants that y'all have heard of here in Austin. Who, and, Chief? Yeah. Bro, you don't know about Sierra Wood then, do you? I don't know about Sierra Wood. I know about yeah. Chief. Sierra Wood is the one that goes hits up for most of these barbecue spots and festivals and all that. Yeah, see, like every time I go to like uh, people's wood rack at like say uh, Interstellar or Terry Black or uh, what's my man down there, uh, Valentina's. Um, you know, I always check out they pit, mm -hmm. and then uh, they always have those those. Uh, cages like they have like these wood racks that are on wheels and all those are chief they actually started making uh content chief has has he okay yeah and they uh been interviewing like all the different pit masters and they talking about um the wood and stuff and uh he does 2m down there in san antonio too yeah yeah okay it's like every week he's dropping a video uh from one of his customers, but yeah, you're gonna have to uh hit me up to Sierra. Yeah, I've been seeing that chief guy um recently, but uh I didn't I didn't I don't know what his prices are and, and all that. How much are you do you usually go like a half court or you know what do you usually yeah I usually do a half court, a half court? I, yeah I got a four by eight rack so yeah yeah that's why um, I use about a half court yeah and so, see, I, I, I would have to get that firebox to get in that conversation. <laughs> I, I I want to because I want to load this bad boy up because I see the potential of this little legacy I got, man. And I run it indirect man. anyway. And Pull then, the trigger on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah after taxes, make sure you get something get big enough to get that Bigfoot on there, man. And I still get his leg, leg at least like, put his leg on there. Or I ain't <laughs> even cooked the whale yet. I still got that in the refrigerator. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too. I don't know if it's gonna melt. Or I don't know if it's going to firm up because my son tried to cook it. It just got like gooey. So I'm like, man, that blubber, I'm going to go ahead and do something with it. You might have to fry that like a chicharron. You're you going to yeah. have to 
That's what I was just thinking. You have to hit that joker hot and fast and, and seal him up, man. Cause get in, get out. Man, I don't. <laughs> that blubber got to be something special. Yeah, we had two bags of it, and I kept one. And it's still good. It's preserved, and, you know, it's cooked. And, like, I guess steamed or however they do it before they put it in the bag. But, you know, you can't post it. You know, I could, I could go on the limb and be like, oh, yeah, mystery meat. But. <laughs> nah, it ain't worth it, bro. It ain't, yeah, it ain't worth it. that dude over there on the pit making some damn shark fin soup. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, one of these damn crows get too close. Yeah. Throw his ass up on that <laughs> one with Heckle and Jekyll. Yeah, oh, Pekin is freezing and get arrested on sight. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I got all the basics up in mind, man. Just wouldn't have, just wouldn't have filled it up. Good YouTube content. Yeah, I just you know I, I did my research because I was gonna do a video cooking it, man. But I looked it up and it was just like I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna be a dick about it. I'm too old for that. I'm just gonna go ahead and and do it. I send y'all a picture or something, man, and let you know how it turned out. Um, but I'm interested on this bear, you know, that's supposed to be coming. I want to see what that's about. And, uh, you know, whatever kind of little treats and snacks she bring us. I did a video with my son, man, but my audio trip, this dude had ordered some damn cookies from Pakistan. Some damn Jesus cookies, man. Them bad boys are so damn good, man. I took a bite and I was like, hello, hello. See that? Oh, man. Yeah, I, mean, I couldn't right, believe man. how good yeah, the right. It was just a little ass, I mean, little, like the size of a silver dollar. And I took and it just put in your mouth and then it just melted so bad. I mean, oh my goodness. And we had some stuff from the UK and some sodas from like Switzerland and Sweden. And I'm like, oh man, yeah, this is gonna be a cool video. I'm already thinking of the editing, how I'm gonna edit it. And I went back to watch it and there was no audio. And I double checked everything and it said uh, the microphone was working and it just didn't happen, man. So you know, I got some stuff in here, man, that I got from the store with my daughter. I'm going to do a video with her. I'm going to regret eating what she wants to do the video on, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to that. I'm going to probably put that, start putting that type of stuff on my uh, Instagram since it's not all smoke and then just start focusing on my cooking on YouTube and uh, and my barbecuing. I mean, I want to try to focus on uh, hot and fast chicken, you know, grilling that off. and uh, and ribs, because I wanna I wanna get back into not wrapping them. Um, them last ones I did that I sent y'all a picture, I didn't I didn't wrap those. Like at the end, I just wrapped them until I was done doing everything else in the kitchen, and then they wrapped for like an hour, man, and they just broke down perfectly. Yeah, those ribs look great, bro. Yeah, yeah man. The yeah. ones I only only seasoned them with uh about the seasoned soy sauce. It was called Lee Cum Key. I don't know if y'all familiar with that brand. Yeah, we, we got that brand. Yeah, man. They got a seasoned soy sauce. It come in an orange and yellow bottle. That's all you need. That's all I did. I soaked the ribs in that. And I marinated that overnight. And then I sprinkled some uh, Filipino uh, tocino mix, which is like, basically, it's like a cure. They, it's like a Filipino bacon or ham. You, you And you're supposed to deep fry it. So it get kind of sticky and, and chewy. But I sprinkled that over the ribs, man, and that was it. Just the soy sauce and that seasoning. And then the other rack, I used Kinder's, the uh, the Cuban blend. And uh, I was going to sauce them, but I thought I would have been disrespecting the smoke and the seasoning. I tell you, they had a beautiful color on them, man. I looked so... I was, man. 
shit. I was like, them boys was cherry red, man. Mahogany. <laughs> yeah, that that uh that Tocino got that annatto seed in it. Okay, so that mm-hmm. makes sense then. Yeah, but it is like a curing salt, almost like the same curing salt like you would put on uh uh pastrami mm-hmm. or in your sausages. You know, and it's it's good, man. I just been, you know, I know how to work those flavors. I know how to, I know how to work those to where I could put some smoke on it, and it makes sense. Yes, I'm having a flashback of last time we talked about curing salt. Yeah, <laughs> you remember man. that out? Yeah, man. Uh oh, I'm I'm lost. What happened, man? Oh, I went by now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> hey, but look, fellas, we've been on here an hour already, man. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so we've been. Probably get ready to wrap this up, but uh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go John, here and eat some of this rice. John, let's let's uh let's start with you, brother. Where can everybody uh check you out? You can find me at Salt Pepper and Fire on YouTube, Salt Pepper and Fire on Instagram, Salt Pepper and Fire on TikTok. Yes, sir. How about you, Keenan? Oh, you can find me on Instagram under Not All Smoke Seventy Eight on YouTube in the Smoke with Keenan. And also on TikTok, not all smoke. Okay, okay. And my man Brandon. Hey man, y'all can find me on all platforms at BKC Cooks. There you go. There you have it. I am the dog father. You can find me uh on all platforms, uh, YouTube, Facebook, IG, the Dog Father's Barbecue. Guys, this was our I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna say it was our first live stream, but we're gonna try to get this going a little more regular. Uh, the Black Smoke podcast crew runs deep, and right. uh, this is just four of us right now. You're going to get to meet uh, several several of the members, uh, hopefully soon. One was in the chat tonight, Outdoors with Jeff, uh, who's uh, basically the man, uh, the man <laughs> of the plan. The guru and, himself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So make sure you check out Outdoors with Jeff as well. And again, uh, guys, you're going to start to see more of these live streams come through. Hopefully more content will be uh, coming out. So make sure you pass this around to people and tell them, hey, come check out the Black Smoke podcast crew, Black Smoke Barbecue. Come check out the YouTube page. If you haven't already subscribed to the uh, channel, make sure you subscribe to the channel so that when we do these live streams, you get notified that uh, we are going live. So uh nba all-star weekend guys we got the game finally going on teams are picked they got the tip off going and uh, man it's time for us to go check out the games have a great time enjoy the rest of the weekend and you guys smoke on we all right fellas later all right. right what's up y'all i'm back for another season of the brown sugar cafe podcast thank you all for tuning in to the first season i hope you all enjoyed it if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to any episode or you missed some episodes please go back and listen to them let me know what you think but this season will be bigger and better than the first season we're gonna have more guests i'm gonna read some more poems some excerpts from my upcoming book i'm also gonna do some youtube videos so please follow the youtube channel the brown sugar cafe podcast make sure you subscribe to my blog the brown sugar cafe blog check me out on instagram and facebook at the brown sugar cafe buckle up because this season is going to be a great ride make sure you subscribe to the podcast and turn on your notifications so you don't miss an episode
And if this is your first time and you want to know what the Brown Sugar Cafe is all about, it's the place where poetry meets conversation. This is a space dedicated to the conversation about what truly matters in life. And that's you. Welcome to Passive Remote with Charlie and Terrence. I'm Terrence. I'm Charlie. What up? We watch a lot of TV, right? Right. <laughs> we talk about a lot of TV often. I guess we were like, hey, let's do a podcast about it. So I guess what we're going to do here is give you suggestions for shows, a little bit of reviews, and how to watch, where to watch, because it can get a little cumbersome, you know? You can have your little streaming box, because you cut the cord, you heard from your coworker. This show is on blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I don't know how to get that. We're going to help you out a little bit. Tell everybody to listen. Give us a spin on your favorite podcast application. Pass the popcorn. Pass the damn remote. Hey, everyone. Charlie Maverick here. Have you ever heard of the Jesus Take the Wheel podcast? Oh, well, if you haven't and you enjoy conversations about family, fun, and faith, please tune in to Jesus Take the Wheel, hosted by me, Charlie Maverick, and my mother, Mama Maverick, Darlene Smith, as we cut up, have some fun, and we get our praise on. Find us everywhere you listen to podcasts.